Are you a photographer that has been burned by online education that you've purchased in the past? Are you someone that wants to invest in your education, but you're really not too sure who you can trust and where you're going to see the best results? Great news. We are going to be discussing all of that and more on today's Focal Points podcast brought to you by Enphoto. You are listening to Focal Points, a podcast by Enphoto hosted by Dory Howell. You're in the right place to learn how to stand out among your competition and build a photography business that you love. Let's get started. Okay, today is a podcast that I have been wanting to record for months. I am a firm, firm, firm believer in continuing education, no matter what your craft is, no matter what your career is. I believe that you must invest in your education to move forward in your career and see the success that you want as marketplace trends change and things like that. And this past week, I spent um, four or five days in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, meeting with my high-level mastermind group. And I love that group so much. I love that experience so much. So I thought what I would do today in, in today's podcast is break down the different types of education that are available to us um, to see what you might find will work best for you, and then also give you some pros and cons, and then also give you some red flags when you're looking at all the marketing that you see these days from Facebook ads and Instagram ads and things like that. What is really cutting through the noise and what is just empty promises and what is going to deliver and actually give you what you need to make a better business. So let's talk about my experience last week. So what a mastermind is, and this is um, something that I've been a part of for several years in a row now, and it is when you follow a certain educator and what they do is they put certain people in the room that they feel can benefit each other. And the mastermind that I am in now is one that is led by someone who runs a brick and mortar business and then also an online business. And that's what I do. I run a brick and mortar photography studio, and then I also run an online coaching business. And I really was drawn to this because almost all the people in this group do the same thing, but not in the photography niche. We have dance studios, we have gymnastics studios, we have people from England, we have it's a wide, wide, wide variety of people offering services and education in different ways to different types of people. And the reason I think that's so important is because I truly believe that to experience and get all different perspectives in in your life for your business and to bring these ideas and perspectives to your business, you have to make yourself open and available to hearing things that are happening outside the photography industry. The photography industry is very small. And when you hear from business owners that are not in our industry, it can be very reassuring because guess what? They're dealing with a lot of the same things we are. They struggle with pricing. They struggle with policies. They struggle with systems. There are so many things that are similar when it comes to comparing businesses to businesses. And I don't want to say small businesses because some of the people in my mastermind run really big businesses. But in fact, I'm like a little tiny fish in the pond for this group. But I love being in the room with so many different diverse perspectives, diverse businesses, diverse people, and absorbing all of that and getting feedback from them about my studio and my coaching plans. So I love being in the room with them. I love the power of the different perspectives. Some of the pros besides those two were also, I choose education not taught by photographers at this level in my business. 
when I was not as established as a photographer, I was really looking for those editing um, before I learned that I just needed to send out my editing. I wanted to learn camera skills. I wanted to learn lighting skills and different marketing strategies. Then I leaned into the photography industry. Now I don't as much because I feel like I have a lot of that under control and can really help people do that. But for my personal growth, I actually lean and am wanting to learn from people who are not specific to the photography industry. It really is what has helped me, I think, boost my level of professionalism to the next level, so to speak. So that's an absolute pro. Um, another pro is the fact that of getting all that input from all those different members and the fact, honestly, come on, I'm a mom. You guys know five days in a hotel room all by myself with no one else needing anything from me. That's huge. And yeah, you don't have to pay to be a member of a high price mastermind, but to, when you do all that together, it's really, really great. So that is the mastermind that I'm a part of and I love it so much. And the cons are... Honestly, it's very expensive. I will pay this year probably over $32,000 between travel and enrollment fees towards this mastermind. But I will absolutely get that back in my investment. So it's a big initial outlay out front. But for me, I'm investing in my future. And the other con is as much as that hotel room is great for five days away and the travel and so forth, it's actually a con too. I miss my family. I miss my routine. Um, and you know, you just kind of have to give it up for when you're doing these types of trips. So investing in education has expanded my knowledge. I've met like-minded people who want to see me succeed. They are absolutely my biggest supporters and my cheerleaders. That's priceless. It's clarified how I want to run my business because there are times when I have an idea, but I now have a whole panel of people that I can run that idea by who are further ahead in their business journey that I am in. And they can say, uh, I tried that. This worked. That sounds like a great idea. Try it this way. Just that sounding board option. The other thing is it takes me out of my comfort zone. I truly believe that true growth in business and in your personal life happens outside the comfort zone. You know that you're not surprised by that. If you follow me on Instagram, or if you've been a part of any of my programs in the past, you have to stretch yourself past that point of being comfortable to really see true growth. And just another sidetrack of this furthering your education is you get to better a skill and there's so many different ways that you can apply what you learn into your business. So here's some I wanted to do before we went too much further was actually define the different types of education that are available to us as solopreneurs and photography studios so that you know what they are and what you can expect from them. So I just talk, spoke to you about my mastermind. It's expensive, but it's very high level. It's very intensive. And I expect great growth this year as a part of implementing what I'm learning in that group. And there's one thing to remember. A lot of people join masterminds because of the person who leads them. That is the worst reason to join a mastermind. You do not want to join a mastermind because of the person who leads it. What you want to do is you want to join a mastermind for the capability of the leader to put the right people in the room that you want to spend time with. And this mastermind absolutely does it for me. I had to go through a lengthy interview process. I had to show proof of numbers in my business. 
I had to show that I was a team player and really wanted to collaborate with the people in the group, not just take, take, take. And that was really, really important to me. So going through that process lets me see the type of leader that is bringing people together and what is important to them. And I asked a lot of questions, even down to what the leader's religious beliefs were, because I feel that I wanted to know what their core foundation was for starting their business and how they treated people. And that was something that I was able to ask in the interview process. And if you just sign up for something, if you're joining a mastermind and it's just a sign up process, but they're not interviewing you, they're not going through any sort of application process, I would probably stay away from that because they're not concerned about who's in the room. Um, in fact, there were some people in the room at this mastermind, at this live event, that weren't great fits. And every everybody kind of got weird feelings from them. And the next Zoom meet that we had, after the retreat itself, they had been removed. The um, leader decided that they weren't the right fit. We all wish them well, but they weren't the right fit for the group that they were trying to build. So you have a mastermind. Then you have one-on-one -on -one coaching. One-on-one -on -one coaching is probably going to be your most expensive option, um, but you're going to get personalized, individualized help with your business. And a lot of people want one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's what they think they want. They want that extra accountability. They want that extra hand-holding. They want those personalized strategies given to them for their business. And that's great. Just know that one-on-one -on -one coaching is not cheap. I mean, it shouldn't be cheap. It's you getting that actual person to stop and focus only on you and your business for however many sessions you hire them for. And it's great. I've taken advantage of one-on-one -on -one coaching before, and I think it's been really great for my business, but I don't do it now because I don't need that kind of help. But at certain points in your business, you may need and want that kind of help. So it's absolutely great to invest in that. The next type of education are going to be your courses. They're the ones you see advertised all over the place on Facebook. You get sponsored ads, that type of thing where join, you know, get this course for $199, get this for $249, and learn to do something. And those are kind of like your DIY things. It's truly you having to be accountable for going through the material, learning it, and implementing yourself. Now, they might have a few coaching calls that are attached to it and that type of thing, but you're not truly going to get personalized one-on-one -on -one help if you join a course. So you shouldn't expect it. So you need to realize if your investment is really going to be worthwhile with a course. Then you have memberships. Memberships are monthly recurring ongoing content, and they can also be very overwhelming and they can also be expensive, especially if you are not logging in and using the content that is being put in the membership. The statistics show that most people only stay a part of memberships for three months. They go in, they absorb what they want, they get what they need, and then they actually stop paying for that content. When you stop paying, that means you no longer have access to the content, unlike a course, which usually you pay your one-time fee and you eat, you have access for a certain amount of time or even lifetime. That's why people like it. A membership is not that. You stop paying, it's like Netflix. You stop paying Netflix, you no longer have access to Netflix. But membership should also be putting in new content every month to keep your to keep your business, and they should be helping your business grow. I strongly believe that if a membership is beneficial and helping you grow, then it's worth the monthly fee that you are paying. But if you're just in there to because you don't want to miss anything, you should drop that membership. It's not doing you any good. You're not paying towards bettering your business. Take that money and apply it elsewhere. And guess what? That membership, I promise, will have open doors, uh, enrollment special, 
probably one or two times a year at least. So if you want to get back in, you can. Just watch your pennies wisely. And then you have all the free different ways of education. And I am put education in quotes. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see this. But if you're listening to it, you don't know. Um, most of these free education methods are actually not education methods. They're being produced for you because they are marketing initiatives to get your attention, to pull you in. They want to bring you in. And so they can ultimately sell you something else that costs money. So the only one that isn't that is YouTube. YouTube is a free resource that you can access at all times. And honestly, I think photographers are missing the boat on YouTube. There is some great great content for businesses, photography businesses on YouTube, including my channel. I have a lot of stuff out there. So if you search Dory Howell, you'll be able to find my YouTube channel. Also put my a link to my YouTube channel in the show notes that you can find at blog.enphoto.com slash podcast. That is our URL, blog.enphoto.com slash podcast. So you can find me on YouTube. There's some older stuff. And then we're putting up these podcasts there as well. And I'll have some other videos coming soon but it's a free way for you to get incredible information. I learn a lot on YouTube. In fact, we know YouTube is the world's biggest search engine. It's owned by Google. And so if you're not using YouTube to attract clients, that might be something that you need to consider. And we will talk about that in future episodes. So there's YouTube, but anytime you see a free PDF download, a free masterclass, a free webinar, anything like that, trust me when I tell you, Yes, they want to deliver some good content because ethical people want to do that. But the ultimate primary goal of the person putting together that PDF, that webinar, that masterclass that you join, the ultimate goal for them is to sell you something in the end. It may not happen on that webinar, but it may happen in the email sequence that you get after it. Those are marketing initiatives completely. And trust me when I tell you that there are people out there whose whole livelihood is to teach people how to put together webinars, put together masterclasses and things like that so that then you can sell them the next step and make money. So just know that when you're signing up for those things, you're probably not going to get a ton of great content. You'll get some great content, but if you've been in the game for a while, those may not be the best use of your time. So those are the three or four different types of education that are available out to, are available to you. Masterminds, one-on-one -on -one coaching, courses, memberships, and then free initiatives, webinars. All of those have a place in how we learn about our business. Sometimes if I want to learn something new, I'm not going to buy a course right away, but I might watch a free masterclass on it, or I might go to YouTube and learn about it to see if I want to investigate it further as part of my process. But then I know eventually I'm not going to get everything I need to truly implement a strategy for something new with those free resources that most of the time I am going to have to invest in some way. Okay, I just want to interrupt things for a really quick second and let you know that Enphoto, the host of this podcast, offers some of the best discounts for sample products that are available to photographers today. If you head over to our show notes page at blog.enphoto.com slash podcast, that's blog.enphoto.com slash podcast, you will see a link where you can go and get my special just for podcast listeners. It's where you can get a 75% discount off one of their beautiful sample products 
and a discount for a year for client orders, which is amazing. I love this feature and this generosity of Enphoto. So if you're not a client of theirs, if you've always wanted to check out their products, or you're thinking of using them for your professional needs, go ahead and check that out today on our show notes page. Again, the URL is blog.enphoto.com slash podcast. Check it out today. All right. So last week I polled my Instagram users and asked them some certain questions about online learning, specifically online learning that they had been a part of when it comes to their photography career. And I found it so, so, so interesting. I got so many answers on this topic, more so than any other poll that I had ever put out. I was truly shocked at how many answers I got from it. It wasn't like just one or two, like I normally get. It was lots and lots of answers and lots of opinions, lots of good opinions and lots of negative opinions about people's experience, experiences learning in the photography industry. So the first question I asked was, did people think that paying for education was worth it? And almost all the people responded, yes, but there was a real lean or slant by a lot of the answers that a lot of the education that is provided by independent experts in the industry didn't always live up to their expectations. One person even stated that they trusted things more if they were also endorsed by PPA or other large companies. So in my background, if you know my history, I led a photography education membership site for almost five years until I sold my interest in that business and decided I wasn't interested in pursuing that anymore. And I was on the front lines of building an education membership site as far as creating collaborative partnerships with labs and different industries and seeing how things really worked behind the scenes. And there would be a difference between working with a for-profit company versus working for a company or an organization like PPA. So I have taught education in both areas. And I think it's important for people to realize that having a backer for your education sometimes only means that they're just going to post for you on social media. That all That's all that is. They might say, oh, check this out, check this out as a courtesy to the person who is launching something new or doing something new. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily endorsed by the person making the posting, if that makes sense. They're doing it as a courtesy, but they're not going to guarantee anything that is provided by that other education company. It's just a courtesy that they're helping get the word out. It's part of the promotion machine, but they're not necessarily endorsed. They're just being promoted. So you got to keep that in mind when you see labs or other entities promoting anything, even stuff that I put out or will put out in the future. If someone posts on my behalf, I really appreciate it, but I don't necessarily consider that an endorsement by them. They're just promoting it for me because we have a relationship and they want to be nice, just like I promote for them. Um, but I will say that being fully endorsed is nice too. Enphoto fully endorses me and what I do and what I bring to the photography community. We are a 100% partners when it comes to this podcast. They actually pay me to put this together for you because they believe in the effectiveness of a podcast in helping photographers better their business. That's an endorsement. It's not just a promotion. It's very nice to have, and I'm very thankful for it, but I think it's important that people know the difference behind the scenes. So the next question that I had was what they liked about the education that they had invested in. 
So Claire said she likes the ease of online learning. She likes it to be available whenever she needs it. It's great. And she likes to be able to finish courses at her own pace. Raj loves learning new techniques and new ways of seeing, th seeing things through the eyes of a master. Victoria liked that she could get specific details on setup and gear. Carrie loves learning about new content. The answers about what people liked were pretty much what I expected. People like learning. They like it to be easy. They like it to be applicable to what they want to do in their business. That's a no brainer. But then I asked what educators could do better. And this was so surprising. And I wish I could say that these responses surprised me, but they didn't. Raj wants more inclusivity when it comes to his education. He wants to see, as a boudoir photographer, different body types, different skin colors, different representation, all of those things that are so important to the clients that he serves. He wants to be able to learn in that environment, which is awesome. And as someone who struggled with their weight and my self-image most of my life, I like seeing education and photographers who put an effort into showing different body types and skin tones in their portfolio and in their teaching. It's so very important. And Carrie, I had to laugh when I, when I saw this, Carrie said that not every photographer should be an educator. I agree with that too. I also agree that not every photographer should be a photographer, but that's just my personal opinion. So I questioned her on this behind the scenes and I asked her to give me a little bit more clarification. And she said, she feels that there are a fair amount of photographers who are looking to add to their income. So they start offering mentorships or become educators, but they don't have a lot of knowledge about photography or most importantly, how to convey it to students. It's one thing just to tell someone how to do things. It's another thing completely separately to actually teach them how to do something. And there's a difference. There's a lot of people out there with shiny landing pages and slick marketing, but they're not necessarily moving the needle in people's business because they don't know how to teach the topic that they are teaching. And Carrie hit the nail on the head for me as an educator and a consumer of education. In the marketing world right now, there's a movement that it's easy to put together and teach a course. It's passive income, no big deal. Put together a course, put it out there. You'll make tens of thousands of dollars of passive income and you'll never have to do anything. That is so wrong. I know that when I had my membership site, we worked, we worked tirelessly, tirelessly behind the scenes to create an environment that was safe for the people that wanted to join us. And I think we succeeded. But it's not passive income. It's not easy. It's not something that you can do. So a lot of times what these courses do is they come in and they tell you how to create your landing pages, how to create your modules and that type of thing, but they're not teaching you how to be a great teacher. And a lot of people are missing that connection. So here's the problem that I see in our industry. There's not a shortage of people selling courses and memberships. So how do you as a consumer know where to invest and also when to walk away, when to look the other way? So first of all, I got you on this because I've been where you are. I've had to walk away from a lot of different things and I've had to take the risk to know, okay, am I going to want to get back into that in three months? Maybe I will, maybe I won't, but I don't think I need it right now. So I'm going to pass. So the number one thing that you can do is you can look at what is being promised in the marketing? Is it something that you really need to pay to learn how to do? Or can you get the answer on YouTube? Or do you need one-on-one -on -one help? Or do you just need a quick answer from a credible source? 
Those, that's a really important question because many times you may not need that course. You may really need a one-on-one coach to walk you through starting or um, shifting a strategy that you want to do. Or maybe you just need a quick YouTube search and you just need to get a quick answer to your question. You may not need to invest in that course or that membership. So the next thing you want to know is, do you really need or want the transformation that is being promised? Every course, membership, mastermind is going to promise you some sort of transformation. You were here, you are here, but you want to be here. And this course is going to get you there, or this membership is going to help you get there. But do you really buy into the transformation that they are selling? Because a lot of times you may not, but you get pulled in by the marketing, the pretty landing pages, the emails that they send, and it sounds also great. And you want to be a part of something you don't want to miss out, but it may not be really what you need. Um, many times you just need a special tweak here or there and transformations are a funny thing. And like I said, you see them talked about a lot in marketing, but the thing is no one can sell you a transformation. No one can promise that you're going to change. No one can promise that you're going to make $10,000 a sale or have a six figure year or anything like that. No one can promise you that. No one can say, I will help you build or you can build the business of your dreams because that person doesn't know the build the business of your dreams. They don't know what you want to make. They don't know what, how much money you want to make. They don't know what's going to make you happy. And so those blanket marketing statements are very dangerous because they pull us in, but many times they may not be exactly what we need. We need to really, really keep ourselves in check when it comes to that. So we feel the pressure of the repeated emails, Facebook ads, text messages, and they're all telling us that we will be a better person and have a better business if we take advantage of this offer, but we need to do it now because you don't want to miss out on the bonuses. You don't want to miss out on the deadline, all those urgent scarcity messages that were sent, which is also marketing one-on-one. You really just need to keep track of and make sure you don't get carried away and are investing in things that you really don't need. Courses will always be reoffered. Memberships will always open up again. Masterminds will open up again. You're not really missing anything if you don't do it now, especially if it's not what is in the best interest of what your business needs right now. So this is what's really interesting about all this is because there's been a lot of studies done, especially over the pandemic, of wanting to know exactly how many people are investing in online education, right? Well, the stats don't lie. The pool of online learners has grown from 45 million people to over 65 million plus from 2020 to 2021. And I'm going to guess it's probably over like 100 million now. That's just my guess. And there's an incredible opportunity for people to learn so much online. And there's an incredible opportunity for people to make a lot of money selling online education. But here's the next step that we really, really need to keep track of. If we need to know where our money will be best spent as photographers and consumers, the stat is that only 13% of all courses and memberships that are purchased are actually completed. Let me say that again, 13%. That means 87% of people who buy a course, join a membership, or anything like that, 
once they get into it, they don't finish it. And they usually don't finish it because they don't see the value and it's not helping their business. So they made a purchase that really didn't make sense. Because if it was helping their business, they would finish it. If they could see the direct correlation of how it would help, they would finish that course. But 87% don't finish the education that they purchase. And let me tell you something, I'm guilty of that too. I don't finish a lot of the stuff that I buy. I get into it a little bit and then I get distracted and move on to something else. And then I have life, say I have lifelong access to what I'm still thinking in the back of my mind. I'll get to that later. It's going to be there later. It's going to be that la- there later. But guess what? By the time I get to it, maybe in a year or a few months, what they taught at the time may not even be applicable anymore. So I'm absorbing stale content to help my business in a way that isn't even really going to work anymore. So lifelong access to me is not necessarily a benefit to the person buying the course. It makes us feel good, but it's not necessarily going to help us. But we really need to remember that 87% of the people, and me included, do not finish all the education that they purchase. So here are some of the things that I think are really important to know when you're buying online education, specifically in the photography niche. One is, do you know the instructor? Do they have a long standing good reputation as an instructor in our field? This is a requirement for me. I don't want to be a guinea pig for some for someone who's new in the game. I want someone who is tried and true. Now, the only exception to that might be for social media trends because those change all the time and new people can come in and teach that. But for the most part, for the most part, I don't want to be someone's guinea pig. So, Number two, are they endorsed by a reputable company in the industry? Remember earlier I talked about endorsement versus promoting. I like to work with people who are endorsed by companies and actually have a relationship with them. I think it's super, super important. Um, I also like companies that don't necessarily offer affiliates when they are working with promoting other education things. So For the company that I used to do, we did not offer affiliates. Anyone who promoted for us, they just did it because they wanted to be um, kind to us and we appreciate it. But there was never any money passing back and forth. That's not how I, I liked to do things. That's not how I do things now. So those are things that you can look out for. So I also like to know if that person has experience teaching on a bigger platform besides just the one that they created. The one that they created might be great, but are they also teaching for other people? Are they on other people's podcasts? Are they sharing the stage at events for other people? Because that means that other people trust that the knowledge that they bring to the table is really good. If they're only teaching on their platform, they can say whatever they want and it doesn't really matter. All right. So did they promise too much? No educator can be an expert in lighting, workflow, mindset, pet care, cleaning, cooking, fashion, lawn care, car mechanics, all of that. And you kind of see people moving into that where like, oh, I was really good at teaching people great lighting techniques, but I really love to cook. So I'm going to bring some cooking into it too. 
it doesn't really go very well. I, if I want to learn how to cook, I'm going to go to like Martha Stewart or Rachel Ray or someone like that to get recipes that my family will love. If I want fashion advice, I'm going to my stylist at Nordstrom because they do that 100% of the time. Think about um, niching in your business. If you're a newborn photographer and you do newborns all the time, you're going to be an expert at newborns. That's who I want to learn from. I don't believe you need to niche down for your business or your photography business, but when it comes to your education, I absolutely do believe that that is super important. Okay. The last thing about how I choose my education is do they market their courses in a way that I feel is ethical and honest? Okay. I could talk about this for a really long time, but here's the thing. I see a lot of marketing messages that don't make sense. Uh, Recently, I saw a family marketing on social media saying, we don't market on social media and still run a seven-figure business when the advertisements were on social media. That doesn't make sense. Of course, they're marketing on social media. Of course, they're using social media to build their career. But they were telling people what they wanted to hear because so many people may, may not want to be on social media all the time. Um, but you have to watch out for those things. So this next thing, is what I call gender marketing. I have a hard time as a woman when people specifically market to me in a way that implies that I need special help or I can't get certain value from being in the room with a diverse population. We need diverse voices in our business. We need For my business specifically, I need male perspectives and I need female perspectives. I need everyone to contribute to what I am building so that I can appeal to a lot of different people. I don't like it when they use female insecurity as a marketing tool. I hate the terms like girl boss, boss babe, et cetera. You would never like see a boy, a boy boss membership or a man boss membership. So why do we do that to ourselves? And also the fact is that a lot of women do it to other women because they know they can make money doing that. It's absolutely done with intention. They know there's a market there of women saying, oh, I need a safe space. Oh, this is going to be so great. The space should be safe anyway. Whoever's leading the group should be creating that safe space. It doesn't have to do with gender. It has to do with what is in the best interest for your business. All right. I am not less than because I'm a woman. I don't need special treatment because I'm a woman. My business isn't different because it's led by a woman. The biggest gains that I've had in my business have been have been because I've put myself in a room with different genders, ethnicities, and perspectives. Like I said at the beginning with the mastermind, that is where the growth comes. It fueled my growth. It inspired me. And it's what all people need to grow. Um, so Those are five areas that I look at when deciding if I want to invest in an educator to teach me something for my business. And using those personal tick boxes has served me fairly well, but I've paid money for a few things that just didn't work out for me. I admit it. I have stuff in there like, oh, this was a mistake. And it's always a risk. There's no perfect way to protect your wallet when looking into further education for your business. But remember, you must invest in your learning. You need to make that a priority if you want your business to grow. Number two, you don't need to stay in our industry or our niche to get great information. Number three, we can be smart and look beyond the pretty landing pages and slick promises to see if what's being promised is actually something that we need. Number four, we hear this all the time. 
trust your gut. Really trust your gut. If something feels off, if it looks off, if it just doesn't feel right about what you want to learn and what you need, don't do it. Really don't do it. Save that money and invest in something that you can 100% support, even if it costs a little bit more. Lastly, number five, reflect on that 13% number. Remember, we are all in this boat together, and it's very unlikely that every single person listening to this podcast has completed all the education that they have purchased throughout the years. 87% of the people do not finish the education that they purchase. You're not alone. I'm not alone. Really make sure that you're investing wisely in something that you know is going to help you beyond all the marketing messages that we are sent. Okay. So I know I've highlighted some really kind of negative sides of online education. So to be fair, I just thought I would take a couple quick minutes before we close up to show you some things that I really love about online education. There are people out there who have dedicated their lives to truly creating great educational platforms for photographers. They absolutely want what the what the best is for you and your business, no matter what that means. They see complete joy when they see their, their clients succeed. They want nothing more for you to see the success that you want. There are so many people who do this and do it well. And guess what? Usually they're not the ones with the sponsored ads, the flashy, video sites, the beautiful landing pages and things like that. There are people out there working every day just to make sure that you can succeed. So look for those people. Those are the ones that you want. They're not always the most popular. They're not always in the best areas. They're not always the people who are speaking from stage. But if you can find some of those, that's what you need to cling to. I love online education. I invest in it heavily. And I invest in it often. I love that the internet has provided a way for us to grow our businesses without leaving the comfort of our own homes any time of day. I love that I can connect with people all over the world easily. It has helped provide for my family. And I have found a community of like-minded people who can truly say, I think, I think some of them are my closest friends, even if we haven't met in person. So keep those things in mind when you're looking at online education for your business. It's just something to go into with eyes wide open, having a little bit more information of how things work behind the scenes to make sure that you get the education experience that you need to see the results that you want. So have we connected on Instagram yet? Did you know that I offer almost daily business tips and I love connecting with photographers? If you haven't followed me on Instagram, I would love to see you over there. It's at the Dory Howell. And don't forget to check out the show notes page for this episode. I'm going to give you a great deal on getting your first sample with Enphoto 75% off. No one does that. Seriously, on big samples, you need to go check that out. And I will also have a download that you can get that has my kind of red flags on how to choose education. If you struggle with this, if you're not too sure where to turn when it comes to investing in your education, go get this download. I promise it will help you define how you want to move forward and how you want to invest your dollars. Thank you so much for listening to the Focal Points podcast brought to you by our friends at Enphoto. If you're not a client of Enphoto yet, head to the show notes page, blog.enphoto.com slash podcast, sign up for that 75% free sample, get your samples, see them at a trade show. They will not disappoint you. They're good people and they provide beautiful, beautiful products for your clients. I can't wait to see you next time. Bye-bye. 
Hey everyone, I have a request. If you value the information that I have shared with you on this program, if you consider me a voice that you respect and want to listen to, I would love a quick favor. Please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. This helps me more than you know in getting the word out to people just like you who want to build and grow a better photography business. We appreciate it so much. Thank you.